Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is a true crime podcast, as the title suggests. So please consider this your warning, that it's not suitable for children. And it probably will contain content that may be triggering to some people. Also, it's an Australian true crime podcast, so Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners should be aware it may contain the voices of deceased people. The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. A couple of weeks ago, Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee posted a receipt from a Melbourne 7-Eleven to his Instagram account. It demonstrated that he'd purchased four packets of Marlboro Gold cigarettes at a cost of $251.96 Australian. Those same four packets of Marlboro Golds would have cost Tommy $36 in the States. 
Many of his 1.8 million followers were shocked at the cost of the cigarettes in this country. But the high tax on tobacco is just part of the Australian government's long-term effort to eradicate smoking altogether. The official line is that we're on track to meet the target of having below 10% of our adult population identifying as daily smokers by 2025. As you're about to hear though, those statistics are very fuzzy around the edges. Thanks to the burgeoning black market in illicit tobacco that's running hot in suburban shopping strips all over the country, but especially in Victoria. Journalist Marta Pasquale Juanola is a crime reporter for The Age, and she's written a series of stories about Australia's illegal tobacco industry. She joins us on Australian True Crime to talk about the increasing violence around this industry and the surprisingly big players involved. So what we're seeing, like, with the cost of living crisis and also the tobacco excise going up and cigarette prices going through the roof, um, what we're seeing is that a lot of people are flocking to the illicit tobacco market, basically because instead of having to pay $60 for a packet of smokes, you can get one for as little as $13. What's been happening here in Melbourne, and I'm sure that most people that live in town have noticed, like the increase in firebombings, different stores getting torched. Essentially, what's been happening here is a turf war between different gangs over the control of the illicit tobacco trade because it is so lucrative. Like, you've got so many people kind of like flocking to it and spending so much money on it. They're ripping all these like massive profits out of it. And so what's happening here is like you've got different syndicates that are fighting with each other over who controls what. So what we're seeing is like a tit for tat, like essentially a string of tit for tat attacks on like each other's shops. At the moment, we've seen like more than 30 firebombings that have been linked to this. Wow, that many? Yeah, in Melbourne and regional Victoria. So all over the metropolitan area in Melbourne, as well as Wangaratta, Wodonga. Yeah, you name it, like just all over the place. And and the thing about illicit tobacco as well is that there's different types of illicit tobacco. So you've obviously got, you know, the chop chop. You, you've got like the loose tobacco as well that you can buy. You've got homegrown tobacco, so tobacco that's grown in Australia, that's not as common, like illegally grown out in farms or whatever, and then, you know, that you can buy as well under the counter. But then you've got like the branded cigarettes, so like the cigarette boxes, because in Australia, obviously, we have plain packaging for cigarettes, so they all, all different brands look the same, right? So you've just got the writing at the top. But um, you can actually buy cigarettes under the counter that have the actual branding, like Marlboro, Double Happiness, or Manchester are the most common ones. And those are either like legitimate cigarettes that are sold overseas for cheaper and so they're being smuggled into Australia or they complete like knockoffs of the actual brand. Obviously the regulations around a lot of those products are well, virtually non-existent because if you look at even buying cigarettes in a place like China or in a place like Dubai, the health standards and the quality of those products in those countries is not necessarily the same as in Australia. But when you're getting counterfeit cigarettes that are not even the actual real deal, you can find anything from like rat poison, like to metal shavings, to all kinds of nasty, nasty stuff in them. Have there been any deaths linked to these attacks? Police are investigating two different deaths that they believe might be linked to this whole underworld feud over the tobacco business. The first is the public execution, the very public execution of Afghan Ali, um, whose real name is Mohammed Akbar Keshtia. He was shot in August in South Yara while he was walking home from the gym with a mate. He had been involved in the illicit tobacco business for quite a long time and had been carving out a bit of a, a spot in that market for himself. He had also been involved in a bunch of like standing over 
businesses around Chapel Street in South Yarra as well. So he had he had quite a few enemies. Yeah, I mean, Afghan Ali was a classic gangster. Oh, yeah. You know, like classic old school Melbourne gang guy. I had no idea he was involved in the tobacco trade. That shocks me. Yeah, absolutely. So he was he was definitely dipping his toes in that pool before he was killed. And that's part of the reason why police are investigating whether that might have something to do with it, whether he might have wrapped the wrong people the wrong way. So you've got a bit of a mixed bag of players here. Um, a lot of it is like Middle Eastern organized crime groups and obviously can't name certain people for certain legal reasons, but you've got like a pretty notorious crime family based out of Melbourne's northern suburbs that's very much involved with this. You've also got very well-known underworld figures that are currently in exile overseas that are also coordinating this from afar. And you've got the motorcycle gangs. And what they're doing is they're outsourcing a lot of the firebombing to street gangs and low-level criminals. So all the people that you have running around setting the shops on fire are actually like really young kids that are really disengaged um, and they're getting paid to go and blow up a shop. Always, always co-opting. Classic, yeah. classic MO, yeah. I mean, we're talking about tens of millions of dollars a year in in profits that these people are like raking in. I mean, one estimate that's been thrown around from police sources is that this, this notorious crime family from Melbourne is making $10 million a week in profit. And it's a crime that I think a lot of Australians would not mind committing one bit. I think a lot of people go, yeah, yes, I will take those illegal cigarettes. I just think it's seen as a victimless crime, right? Like, Absolutely, yeah. I'm just getting chip, chip smokes. What's the worst that can happen? Well, the worst that can happen is that people are getting killed, shops are getting firebombed, and that you're fueling the drug trade and, you know, criminal gangs, effectively. You're, like, lining their pockets. And you don't know what you're smoking. And you don't know what you're smoking, exactly. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What are the penalties for the shop owners if they're sprung selling this stuff? Well, technically, you're not allowed to sell smuggled cigarettes, but the penalties are really low. I think it's like a fine. and But a lot of the time, these people don't actually get shut down or anything because the thing is at the moment tobacco falls under the federal umbrella as a customs issue illicit tobacco so it's seen as a customs issue because it's coming in from overseas and ABF is the agency that has that has a leadership role in controlling the illicit tobacco at the border once it comes into Australia and it goes into the states the people that are actually responsible for enforcing tobacco regulations at like environment offices at the local councils. So these are the guys that go around checking if a pie warmer at a milk bar is the right temperature <laughs> or if you've got all of your grease traps are clean. Right. And so they being they technically the ones responsible for waltzing into a shop that's controlled by the underworld and making sure that they're not selling illicit cigarettes. They have no training on how to do that properly. They have no way of ensuring their safety. And so they're just not doing it. It, it's only been since those firebombings have started happening that we have seen Victoria Police, the ATO and AFP actually coming together and going and raiding shops. Like they've visited over a hundred shops in like the last few months. But before that, like it was just open slather for everyone. So where do you think this is going? I mean, now, obviously it's also the, the firebombings. Nobody likes a firebombing is a lesson I've learned in life, particularly because a lot of these shops are suburban. And so we're talking about firebombings in your main street, in your, you know, suburban shops. So have police managed to, you know, slow that down? Is this the violence attached to the tobacco escalating or have we got a hold on that? Look, it's died down somewhat in the last month and a bit. Like we used to have one, like we used to have three every week Jesus, at one point. Yeah. Now that's kind of like died down a bit, but I mean, just last weekend we had a firebombing that was related to this. So really it's not stopping. I think people didn't realize how big of a deal this was. Like they just thought like, oh, it's cigarettes, whatever. But this has actually become, like I think the firebombings in a way have kind of opened up a conversation about this and like have cracked this whole thing open and you go like, holy hell, like this is actually a lot more than cheaper cigarettes. Like there's so many forces here at play. It is so dangerous. And like you said, it's suburban shops that might have an apartment building right at the top. You know, it, the fire might spread to the houses nearby. Like, you know, the, it's by sheer luck. A member of the public hasn't been injured as a result of this. I mean, the other guy that was shot that police are investigating whether it is connected to the illicit tobacco trade, Robert Issa, who was shot in Craigieburn, um, he was shot in the middle of a busy car park at a shopping center. Obviously, the, the government um, is sitting on a report that was commissioned more than two years ago that recommended introducing legislation and tightening up tobacco regulation. Nothing came of that. They just sat on it for two years and now they have cut to go back to the drawing board because the situation has escalated to such an extent that it's no longer up to date. So while we had a tiny little window of opportunity to maybe make things harder in the beginning, we certainly missed that. And now that train spotted and now we have to rethink how to tackle this because like perhaps having a licensing scheme is just no longer enough. Thank you to our guest, crime reporter for The Age, Marta Pasquale-Giornola. 
If you need support after listening to this podcast, you can call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or contact 1800 RESPECT on 1800 737 732 or 1800respect.org.au. Indigenous Australians can contact 13 Yarn on 13 9276 or 13yarn.org.au. Thank you for downloading this episode of Australian True Crime. We'll be back next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30 a.m. sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there.